You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Gene. The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menounos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV for 16 and Pregnant. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's 16 and Pregnant After Show. I'm interested to see what the song is Is this your favorite song, Phil? I've never heard this song in my life But it's, it is by the Lax Called Kicking Up Mud yeah. In honor of Tony and his truck and mudding it, It's kind of yeah. like a combo of rap And then like southern Redneck stuff That's going on there Alright <laughs> Welcome back to the 16 and Pregnant After Buzz TV After Show. This is Season 5, Episode 6, and we've got Carly and Tony Shipley right out of Utah. Um, Phil, what do you think? Oh, I'm Sterling Cates. <laughs> and I'm Phil Svitek. filling in again today um, for us. But So we have Carly and Tony, um, and Carly gets pregnant with twins unexpectedly, and they immediately get married. She's having to give up... Everything from her schoolwork to her social life to take care of the twins. While Tony, he's a high school dropout, works full time, uh, but he spends his money on tattoos and trucks. Random question. You said she got pregnant unexpectedly. Have uh-huh. we ever had an expected yeah. pregnancy on 16 and pregnant? Well, I guess not. But I'm just curious because that, I, no, I asked <laughs> that not, true. not facetiously, but because well, it could kind of be interesting to see a 16-year-old that's like... Trying yeah, is, to get pregnant. Yeah, this exactly. is what I wanted. Well, actually, during the episode, one of Carly's friends asked her if... Um, she's like, I'm kind of surprised you got pregnant because um, you're smart. You seem smarter than that, whatever. Like, And you seem smarter, smart enough not to have unprotected sex. And she says, well, we've been having unprotected sex for over two years, and they've never gotten pregnant before, so that's why she, they didn't use it. The time well, that's you, you just you, so eventually. So, you just, long story short, it is unexpected. Yeah, but, but you know, uh, if, if yeah. you really roll on the dice, yeah, you know, yeah, there's a um, large chance that you will get pregnant, especially if you're not on birth control and you're having unprotected sex. But that's just uh, you know PSA for all for everyone out there <laughs> in case you didn't know that fun fact already. A nice little tie in <laughs> there. There is like a, I mean, there's so many methods besides just condoms and birth control. Right, but um, yeah. I learned on Total Divas um, on the, on the E Network, they, there's like a thing you can inject and in it, and you get you become like sterile, I guess, for three years for the for the for, guys? for the female. Oh, for the females. Yeah. Oh wow, are, are there health risks for that in the long term? Though I feel like that could be I dangerous. I, yeah, yeah. What else I, did I you learn what, from Total Divas? <laughs> I don't know. That's all I learned. Uh, okay, well, let me know if you think of anything else. But um, so they've been dating for over two years. Uh, like we said before, Carly's a straight-A student, um, and he is a high school dropout, so they definitely have their differences. Um, and he admits to her that he thought she was lying about the twins because they were fighting at the time, and she th- he thought that she was just trying to get them to stick around. That's always kind of rubs me the wrong way when guys kind of initially blame the girl for lying. 
about being pregnant because obviously that's not a not something you would want in that situation. Yeah, I mean, it's it's you know, uh, I mean, obviously there there's a more right response than right. there's, but oh, yeah. But, uh, you know, at that age, you're just not responsible. Yeah. And, and all- as a guy, that you know, you're thinking about so many different things. And the last thing, you know, it just, um, what's the term? Uh, not shock, but but denial. De- yeah, denial is going to be right. most people's first response. But then once he sees the test that she is actually pregnant, they decide to get married because that seems like the logical thing to do because they're ready for that. Well, I mean... <laughs> They're not. They may not be ready for marriage, but at least it, it shows an effort of commitment right. on his part and wanting to do it. And you know, I, I mean, he he really struggled with taking on responsibility more so than her. I think she fell into it pretty quickly. Yeah, you know, I mean, she granted she didn't want to burden other people, but she didn't have a choice, so she was smart enough to know that you know I have no choice but to right. get get yeah. the help that I need. Him, you know, he he still has a lot of growing up to do. Exactly. But at least he showed want and and, and towards. I that. agree. I I actually didn't. I liked Tony for most of the episode, except for a few things that you know kind of just showed immaturity. But I thought for the most part he moved into the house, although he complained about it a lot. But I felt like he did have the kids' well-being in the forefront of his mind for most of the episode. I've seen a lot of 16 and Pregnant episodes before, so I, I compa- I'm comparing him to a lot of the other fathers, and I think compared to them, he is trying at least because you don't see that a lot. Um, but he definitely does have a lot of growing up to do. Do you think – Do you think? Um, I, I'm always curious about this in, in terms of because it is a show – and he might have, you know, it's interesting you say that in comparison to the other shows. Do you mm-hmm. think he kind of saw that? And and perhaps if it wasn't for the show, he'd be a little bit more immature than he than he was portraying. Because I, I think, you know, it was coming to light that he did have immaturities. But then be, perhaps if the cameras were on him, he was trying to right. hide that. Actually, I was thinking about that while I was watching. I was like, wow, he's really calm when he is supposed. They're portraying him as being this bad boy who has a huge temper this whole thing but i was like wow he actually seems pretty calm for all this so it definitely could have a lot to do with the cameras can't say for sure but i do think seeing the previous episodes and seeing how it is kind of embarrassing when they do lash out but we did see him lash out a couple of times later in the episode but maybe that was just a natural yeah i mean eventually eventually, you know true they always say with reality and uh, not that I'm a reality star by any means, but I've been, you know, <laughs> yeah. I, I've participated in reality TV, I guess at this point you could say, with uh, Chasing Marie Menounos on Oxygen. But, you know, you try your your true characteristics are just going to come out. Right. You know what I yeah. mean? And so you, unless, it's, unless they literally hand you a script, it's not going to be that unreal. Right. Exactly. Um, but what I did like to see in this episode was that her family was very supportive. They definitely were willing to help out. Um, and they even allowed Carly and Tony to move into the house and they wanted them to have the babies there until they were able to get on their feet. That's another thing that I feel like we don't see that much with 16 and pregnant. Granted, they do have to live with their parents a lot of times, but you usually don't see the parents being that supportive. So that was good to see. You know, this is taking the scene later on after uh, Tony storms out, but you know, they were saying, like, you know, this is what we planned, but obviously we're going to support you. And, right. and it's so true because as as the grandparents, you're just so shattered because now, you know, who knows? Mostly, you never, I don't know. Uh, I'm kind of new to the 16 and pregnant world. So yeah. seeing, you know, it's these, the grandparents that really 
in many ways have to also shoulder that burden because they're you know if you're 16 you're technically not an adult yet right and so and they don't have any money so it's exactly. a financial burden and it's uh, yeah so they're having to work they're not going to be able to retire as soon as they wanted to. It's just definitely not a planned thing, but also it wasn't planned on Carly and Tony's part too. So, which is don't... why when 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 someone you know going to the truck thing, when someone says like, "Hey, I want a truck," you know, for me so I can be selfish. Like, okay, dude, you're so you're way too selfish because you know now these are all the lives that you've literally affected, right? And because of your selfishness, right? And he and what I didn't like about the whole truck thing was that he's saying. Um, He's saying, I can get this truck because I'm the moneymaker. So he's putting Carly down because she literally can't work and she's not bringing in any money. But at the same time, he's not spending any of the money he is earning on the kids. So it was definitely a very selfish decision and it definitely upset Carly. But I think Carly's mother, Sydney, was mainly concerned about Tony because he didn't show any gratitude. And he also just hated being there. And he did not hide the fact that he hated being there. Despite the fact they are doing so much to help them. They don't have to pay rent. They don't have to pay for a lot of the baby supplies. So it just definitely... Here's he what I, here's what I love about because if you're always working, then it's just a place to, like, it's just a place to sleep, you know? Right. And, and it doesn't have to be a permanent thing. But why... I'm always in awe. I don't know. It's always... It's kind of become this thing, like, if you don't move out of your parents house you're unsuccessful in some right. ways you know so it's it's beyond you know this episode and these these people but you know in many ways first off if you're that age you're not expected to be able to maintain for yourself and be able to afford an apartment right and then in some ways i also think you know i know a lot of very successful people that live with their parents until they're you know 30 right just because it saves them so much money exactly and then they're able to afford and then get the world by the balls yeah i wish he explained more why he was so uncomfortable and hated living there so much when they are really just such a relief financially and relief on the responsibility for raising the do kids. you want me to explain do you want to take a stab yeah, at but, it and i'll tell you the reason yeah okay uh, take well, a stab well i don't want to take a stab i, I don't understand it at all but uh, i'm kind because of on logically, the mom's side i'm log- on the mom's side and she, it's easy to understand that she doesn't think it's a good idea for them to move out because Tony keeps saying, I just live day to day. I'm not concerned about the money. I know I'll take care of it when it comes around. You can't raise a family on that mindset and you definitely can't afford to pay rent every for two month kids. for that. For two kids and support your wife and the whole thing. When you're just flying by the seat of your bell or whatever the saying is. Pants. Pants, <laughs> yes. Here's the thing. It's, it's, he just, he feels frustrated in the situation, and first off, it's very illogical, right? Right. The, the decision to move out is not logical at all. All it stems from is, um, it, it's like any other kid um, to an extent where they want all the benefits of certain things, but none of the cons. Right. And like, okay, you, you want to live by yourself, but you, you know why? Because that means freedom, you get to do what you want, but you can't have that freedom because you can't afford that freedom, right. literally. And he just wants, because he's so frustrated of the situation, he just wants anything to lash out to and, you know, and, and whatever else. And that, but again, if he really stopped and thought about it, it's the worst decision in the world. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's definitely the worst decision when you're spending a month's rent on a truck that barely even starts and can't even fit your whole family in. And that's, you know, um, 
from I, again, I haven't seen too many sixteen and pregnancy, but I've listened enough to of the after shows. Mm-hmm. It's much more sad when the parents aren't in support, and so right. it, it's a whole different situation if you have no choice but to have to get an apartment because you're being kicked out by you know let's say both families. Right. That's much more worse to me, and that's that's why I am a little bit more upset um, in this situation is because you're consciously making a choice to spend your money foolishly in both the truck, but also for me. In trying to move out. Right. And like you going off what you were saying, there's so many teenagers who don't have that support system and that financial uh, stability from their parents to be able to take care of them. So it's just making it a lot harder on yourself to be unappreciative and not grateful for all of this stuff that's kind of given to you. And a lot of people don't have those same resources. So, but when he's saying that he just goes as it comes and he's not worried financially, um, it's like, okay, that's not a great savings plan, my friend, and you're not going to be able to get a real good truck or as many tattoos as you want if you can't. You know, you got to start off with the basics before you can do all of those. It's kind of like what Carly was trying to explain to him with, we can't have what you want. We have to focus on what we need right now, and then hopefully later down the road, we can get what we want and have those luxury items. I thought, but, I, thought um, I really like the scene... Uh, I forget where they were, her and her friends, but they were eating, mm-hmm. remember? And, and right. they had that talk of, like, you know, how she just accepts, like, she's accepted motherhood. Yeah. And what that means and, obviously, the sacrifices that it comes with. Um, you know, and, and her fr- I, you know, her friends didn't really speak much, but I I think it, it, it just shows to her maturity. Right. And so, I, you know, I, I, I do want to applaud her. And every time he did come back, you know, I don't know how they kind of resolved it or whatever, because um, they always just kind of were sitting on the couch and, and whatever else. But she was very forgiving, if yeah. nothing else, from what it seemed. Right. Well, I think she definitely took on the motherhood responsibility head on and was very mature about the whole situation. And going off again, compared to other 16 Pregnant episodes, she didn't want to have those huge arguments in front of the kids. I feel like she had a very calm... Um, just like demeanor, demeanor about because you always see. Well, we saw once when they're when he storms out when the mom gets involved in the argument about him being ungrateful and they're arguing, slamming doors with their ba- with their newborn babies in their hands, two of them, and that just scares me to death. Like just watching that just makes me feel like I'm on pins and needles. Just because that no newborn should be in that sort of environment, especially not in that dangerous situation where they're up and arguing and yelling in their hands and I feel like we see that a lot on 16 and pregnant but yeah I think after having the, uh, the new Seth Rogen Zac Efron movie uh, <laughs> yeah, Neighbors um, which Sterling's gonna see but it just yeah it amazes me you know what I think there's there's more bad parenting than we realize right yeah and, so this uh, definitely brings that to light which yeah. is good because you know kind of it, it serves as an educational tool for all of us watching that that's obviously not the way to do it you know, there's a classic comedy line in, in, in all of these movies and whatever else of like, you know, raising children doesn't come with a manual. Right. It literally comes with many manuals. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but so back when we see um, Tony, he's trying to make an effort. He does go to job. He does go to work every day. And but then we see him going to the uh, Carly's going to the doctor's appointment with her mom. And Tony isn't at the doctor's appointment because he's finishing up a tattoo that he has an appointment for, and he just can't miss it. And the tattoo says, family first. And 
<laughs> I just like couldn't believe that. That was very ironic. Should have said like family first and then like dot, dot, dot right after I get this tattoo. It was just, uh, it was just kind of a sh- shows his maturity in that moment. So, well, <laughs> what do you think about that film? <laughs> I mean, I guess he was trying to get, you know, um, if you put a tattoo on, you know, then I guess it's it's part of your body and you can kind of be visually reminded of something every day. So That's true. So maybe again, it's it's a step in the right direction perhaps where it's like okay, I'm, you know, I haven't been family first oriented. I know my shortcomings and so perhaps by getting this tattoo, by having it on my body, I will be reminded every day family first. Right. He just again, unfortunately, Guess he was on his body. getting that taken care of before the family was actually here. Correct. Because that was before the kids were born. And the two daughters, um, Amariah and Amaya, um, they were born two weeks early um, because one of them went into breach and it wasn't turning. So then she got a C-section. And um, Tony was really cute in the hospital. He's bringing in the little bears, little matching bears. And he was there every step of the way. Took some time off work. Um so that was also nice to see him there and involved and ready to be a dad. So I like that. We don't see that much in sixteen and pregnant either. No, and he was uh, he was the um, baby shower. He was involved. Yeah, and he was at the baby shower, and he was well. They she got a lot of um, shirts that say "I love my mommy" or "Mommy's favorite" or whatever. And he was <laughs> like, "Where are all the I love my daddy" shirts? And there weren't any. But that was kind of sad. But he was there and involved, and they had. The balloons and the whole thing. Do you so think, was... you know, thinking that um, as an example, do you think it was just a matter of because he was trying to do so much early on and he didn't feel as appreciated, um, you know, for his efforts that perhaps that it just wore on him by the end? I don't know. He was the whole episode. He was talking about how much he w- wanted to get out of that house. So I think and I mean, maybe it did build up, but um, there was a moment when Carly said that after the babies were born and they brought them home and everything, she thought that uh, Tony had gotten over it because he didn't bring up moving out the whole time because he, I guess he kind of realized in that moment how much work they were. So after the babies were born, he didn't bring up the fact that he wanted to move out. But then that's when he got a truck. Because he wanted to get out. Yeah. He needed an escape. (laughs) Apparently. So... Um, so I mean, he wants so to buy a truck, I mean, and that's when it, like, when things get really tense is when he brings up this truck out of nowhere. When this whole time he's been talking about moving out, but instead he spends the money on moving, that he could be saving to move out on getting a truck. Well, that's, you know, the, the argument that they have, unfortunately, they just, they just both didn't know how to use any, they just used all the ter- terrible words and language. And well, yeah, it wasn't productive conversations every time they talked. It was, and so in that case, I would have said, "Listen, your whole goal has been to move out. It's not going to happen with this truck. Like, right. you know, it's fine if you if you really the way you could turn around on them is like, hey, listen, if you want the truck, the truck is yours. Right. But that just means we're staying here, and you know what? I'm fine with that. However, you are not." So you screwed your own self. Right. So if so you can it, accept that, that's on you. It was definitely just a rash decision. He did. He went with what he was feeling at the time, which is also just another sign of immaturity and that his priorities are just not in order, especially when you have twins. It's not just one life now that there's two and then also Carly. So, and I just thought it was so, obviously it's a selfish decision, but when he admits that he wants a truck because he wants to go mudding, that's just... 
<laughs> Maybe you can shed some light on why why that would be important. Yeah, let's come back to that. I really can't. Yeah, this is a popular. This is uh This has got 13 million views on YouTube. What's it called again? I need to write that It's called The Lax, and the song is called Kicking Up Mud. Um, well, that was quite timely on your part there. I've never been mudding, so I have no <laughs> idea what the appeal is. I mean, here's the thing. I like adventure, so I could definitely see that. But right. it's just it's just a matter of this is something that he likes. Yeah. It's something that, you know, as he's realizing more and more, there are multiple things that he cannot do now because of having not only one kid, but two kids. Exactly. And so it's his immaturity just being like, no, this is... This is mine. No matter what, this is what I'm going to do. Yeah. And it was, I thought your point you brought up when we were watching the episode about how he paid for that truck in cash. I was thinking, oh. after you said that, I was thinking about that. I was like, wow, every time I pay for something in cash, that just like breaks my heart a little bit inside. Yeah. Because <laughs> when you like put it on a credit card, you don't really think about it until, you know, your statement comes out the next month. But when you're handing over that cash, that is a month's rent. That is just heartbreaking for me yeah because you can see the 20s yeah, or if you it's can like in 100 it. it's like <laughs> <laughs> no wait maybe this isn't the best idea but i mean hey he wanted it but um so he ends up buying it without telling her so he kind of goes behind he knows she hated it he knows she didn't like the idea about it and he went ahead and did it anyway and I, for a second there, I thought the truck wasn't, after he had already handed over the cash, I thought it wasn't going to start. And I was just like, oh, great. Well, now he's a thousand bucks short and now the truck won't even start. But, um, but yeah, so she, Carly's obviously upset that he went ahead and did it and, um, they get into an argument about it and another unproductive conversation. And he's just like, quit yelling because it's going to piss me off. And then he storms off and tells his wife and his, Two newborn daughters to kiss his ass, and then he leaves. So definitely a little mature on that. Yeah, that was a really mature argument we had there, and um, and really she admits she says that there's nothing up until this whole truck situation that has said that you wouldn't be here for us and that I can't trust you. Um, But it really this is her breaking point with the whole truck thing. Well, that's a that's where it's a little bit unfair to say because like you can't have a breaking point if there weren't earlier other, other things right. just breaking. Right. For lack of a better term. Yeah. So uh, again, it just it just needs to be presented in a different way um because yeah. going head on against someone like that, you're not going to win. He's just going to get ang- you know, there there's a way to appeal to it, but you just have to know how to fight that argument and, right. and you know, unfortunately she's tired, I get that and and whatever else she's going through. So I'm not going to judge too much, but well, it's frustrating also because she realizes how much growing up she's had to do and how much sacrifices, how many sacrifices she's had to make, and to see him just kind of go on a whim and buy a truck, and you know, even though he gets to work all day, she, she is sad that she can't work all day and provide for the family because she, I feel like she well, wants that. that she can't even graduate, right? And she can't even. Well, now she's doing homeschooling and she's trying to graduate online and everything, but I feel like now. Her parents are having to take care of her, her boy, her husband now, and their two daughters. The, her husband's not contributing anything, and she feels like a huge burden on the parents who want to be there for her. So this was the saddest. The, the saddest part of it was the mom in yeah. that argument. Yeah. Um. You know, Carly says, "You know, hey guys, 
can you, you know, mom, can you come down? Like, if your guys are going to talk, talk, but don't, don't hang around on the stairs and yeah. yell at each other. Like, let's talk. So that was a real mature thing. And, and, um, you know, I, I thought what the mom was saying, you know, I, I understood her frustration, but she still overall, up until a certain point, kept the cool head and was saying yeah. rational things. Right. And, you know, unfortunately, it, you know, she just got tired to the point where, like, he just won't listen. Right. Well, at the beginning of the episode, um, Carly's mom expressed concern that she thought Tony would kind of feel like her mom was intruding on him being a father and doing all this stuff. So she kind of, the whole episode was backed off, letting Carly take care of it. But I think she just reached her point where she just felt so unappreciated by Tony and just got fed up with him complaining about living there when they were helping him out so much, not just them, but the whole, their whole family. And so the whole, I feel like after the truck thing, everything just went downhill. <laughs> so, and that truck, and but then Tony comes back after the big fight with Carly's mom and he does admit that he needs to grow up and he decides that the mature thing to do would be to sell the truck. So that was a very, you know, that was a big step for him. You know what? The, I don't I don't know if I we talked about this with Tiffany last episode or where the heck I even pulled this from, but the one thing that they never teach you is how to actually be a parent. Right. Whether in high school or college. Mm-hmm. And I find that so surprising. You just mean in general? Like in, in general. Like in life, no one teaches you? Yeah. Well, I mean, you know what I mean? There's no like, unless you have to literally seek out that kind of information. So again, yeah. there's no high school court. Like there's yeah, pregnancy prevention. Right. There's like all the sex ed classes and all that stuff, but there's no... No way to, like, they need to have the parenting classes. Well, I guess you can take par- parenting classes, but that's, like, not Again, in it's public not, education. That's not right. It's not It's not like a requirement. It's not like, oh, hey, it's right. not even, I don't know, unless there's, like, very rare instances, it's not even an elective. Right. It's not. Not, well, at least not when I was in school. And I feel like it's important not only to include how to be a parent, but also how to interact with your spouse or your partner or any of that sort of stuff in order to have productive conversations and yeah yeah. they just don't they don't teach that good you know i mean that's the other thing they you know there's parenting but there's also just how to be in relationship like no one right we need a how-to in relationships class so we need to get on that maybe Maybe i'll host my own (laughs) not that i'm the best person to ask but i i think i could you know give it a shot (laughs) (laughs) but um so then we what's your best advice oh my best advice is to say keep it in your knickers yeah well that's sexually but when you're in a relationship stay calm and collected and the most important thing is active listening (laughs) listen to what the person is saying let them know that you understand what they're saying and then also let them know how what they're saying makes you feel I feel like I could actually provide these lessons. Maybe I'll start like a YouTube channel or something. There you go. What do you think? Look look forward to that. (laughs) Yeah, so stay tuned for that, everyone. So um, so at the end of the episode, Carly states, you know, somewhat the obvious and wishes that she had um, used birth control. And maybe she'll get on it now. But um, she realizes how much having these kids has affected her life and how much she's had to sacrifice. And that's really the teaching moment for everyone watching. Hopefully if they're in their teens, um, they'll take note of what Carly was saying there at the end about how, how important it is to be responsible and also how much of a struggle it is when it does happen. 
this is nothing to do with the episode. All right. But actually, well, yeah, let's change the topic. No, well, it, it, it just it, it just kind of hit me because you know, uh, for so long, or maybe it's died down, but there's always been that argument of like, you know, do these girls just get pregnant to be celebrities? Oh right? gosh, worst ter- worst argument that I ever yeah. thought you know ever right. heard. And so my counter to that is, if it's going to be terrible, okay. I'm going to take so much flack. All, right, all right, everyone. If <laughs> if these girls were were literally considered celebrities. Mm-hmm. Guys and guys, maybe girls too would be lining up to date them. You know what I'm saying? Post pregnancy or before? Post them being on the show, they'd be like, "Oh, you're a celebrity now. Let's date." Oh, and then, but, and, but it's not happening, already... right? Huh? Well, hmm. I don't know. It's the <laughs> worst argue, argument. That. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about that. But what I do want to know is, so when these teenagers get pregnant. Is their first thought, oh, let's contact MTV? I mean, in some cases it might be. I don't know. It's I, it, yeah. I think it's more on a case-by-case basis. Right. Um, so you're saying this devil's advocate argument you're trying to make <laughs> is that after they become pregnant and after they're already on the show and they have this I'm just saying, celebrity status that other, other people might want to date them to also get their 15 minutes of fame? I'm saying if they re- if if they were really thought of as celebrities, this would be happening. Right. But it's not. Yeah, it's Therefore, not Therefore, they're not celebrities. They're not doing it just to get on TV and be famous. Right. Just, you know, like people aren't getting pregnant just to get on a TV show. Yeah. There's other ways, people. There's yeah, other there ways. Are other Call ways me. To get fit. <laughs> yeah. I do have to say, though, with not with 16 Pregnant specifically, but with Teen Mom, you do see people, because they have Teen Mom, and then they have Teen Mom 2, Teen Mom 3, and they have all the um, recurring characters on there. So I do feel like that could attract people who want to get on the next season. I mean, the only the, one that like I can consider to come out of this as celebrity is Farrah. Yeah. But yeah. very rare exception. Yeah. Well, I mean, you do see a lot of them in the tabloids and on the news, like when they're in and out of rehab and all that stuff. So, but is, that, sad, is that what but makes you a celebrity? I, Great. You're up there I don't know. I, I really would like to know who is responsible for what's a celebrity and what's not. It's really just who, what's keeping the public interested. And obviously, these these girls are attracting some attention for their personal lives. So, I mean, it's sad, but it's... Life, but I don't think they're getting pregnant to be famous. No, that is not the case. All right, well, do should we do predictions for this? Or I don't... <laughs> and now you're after Buzz TV predictions. So this is really not so much of a prediction, but more of what I hope for Carly and Tony. Obviously, we want the best for the twins and the best for everyone involved. I'd really like to see. I'd really like to see them save enough money to where they're stable on their own, can move into their own place. Um, but I'd like to see them stay with Carly's mom's Carly's mom until they're able to to do that. I don't want them to move out too soon, and then they're struggling, especially when they have that resource. So I think I think they should just wait till realistic time frame if they do save up and whatever else. I think twenty five. Right. It sounds like a lot of years to someone who was si- right. 16, well, they're 17. 17 yeah, they're 17 now. But yeah. it, it's, you know, it's well, worth the wait. Right. And Carly was talking about she wants to go to college because she wants to be a teacher. So, you know, she's going to have to get through that. She's going to be in school. Tony's going to be working full time. So it would be nice to have the grandparents there 
hands-on with the kids. So absolutely, that's what we think. <laughs> All right. Phil, where can the people find you? The people can find me on AfterBuzz TV, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Thank you guys so much for supporting not only this show, but all other shows. We really do appreciate it. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram, at Sterling Cates. And also, we are about to recap Catfish, so stay tuned for that. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 